Hello and welcome to episode 73 of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Damo, and a man who's so complex he makes one of them Lego Hogwarts castles look very simple. <laughs> Have you seen them? No. Uh, 330 quid for a mm-hmm. Lego castle. Well, it's gone mad, Mark, mad. <laughs> Isn't Lego gone a bit... It isn't just rectangular anymore, is it, obviously? Lego? Yeah. Uh, some bits are, mm. yeah. They've got other shapes too now. Yeah. When was the last time you played with Lego? <laughs> I had red, white, and blue blocks. <laughs> I had one set of Lego when I was at home, and it built a house. Okay. Because I had a roof and rectangular bits. Okay, cool. Uh, this is a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sport, and the big question, are we being played? You reckon? don't know. I say no. Contentious. <laughs> <laughs> <Discussed. laughs> yeah. We're all work in progress, and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's spoken our perfectly imperfect lives, and if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness, then our work is done. Make sure you subscribe to us in your podcast app of choice. And if you can give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, then that'd be very special. Follow us on the socials, search for I'm Finecast and get in touch with us by email, imfinecast at gmail.com. Coming up, warm up and what? <laughs> How did you know I was going to speak? Because you did that sniff just before you speak. <laughs> it's your tell. What I was going to say was, what? is that, you know, you're in trouble when you're looking to me to, to have some order and structure. Yeah. yeah. So, so the last five or six podcasts. <laughs> I'm fair. just saying, let your shoulders go down. Do one, Mark. I've had one or two requests of like, get back to your old school. Stop being all conspiracy. Who are these people? Just people. <laughs> I don't think they exist. They do. I think they're in all my in your mind. Head. <laughs> <laughs> right. They, what you're saying, just, you're telling me to chill out and just relax and it'll be fine. So we'll you're just telling talk. Because when you're not in, in a good mood, last thing you want is people telling you to chill out. I just think if you, tu- if you turn that frown upside down... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Is this turn my flat palm into a clenched fist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm fine, honestly. <laughs> Phew. <laughs> I'm really hot. I, didn't I don't leave, think I am I didn't okay. leave the room. I don't think I'm okay. No, it is hot in here. Yeah, I've opened the window. Mm. It's still not working. I think it's just hot. I think it's getting warmer outside. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Sea level's rising. <laughs> yeah. Um, we better hurry up. <laughs> we, yeah. We could be on fire in him. In the, the, brook, the brook might take us over. Might yeah. It? I don't even know where I was. Where was I? Coming up? Did I do that bit? Yeah. Well, warm up and stretch, catch up some bookmarks. I don't think we've got any of those things before. <laughs> uh, Work life ballet. We're going to talk about the Great Reset. Yeah. That is something I've actually got written down yes. that we're going to do. Yes. And um, in brain food, I just want to do a little thing on magic mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I thought we should take some and see what happened. Yeah. Good. <laughs> You're no, joking. Yeah, yeah, I'm joking. No, well, I don't think that is a joke. I'd like to, because... Well, it's a joke now, because um, it's not going to happen. I haven't got any. Ah. I wouldn't even know where to get any from. You would. Your neighbour. <laughs> <laughs> would I be right? <laughs> well, no one knows where you live, so I can say no. that. Right? Is that okay? Yeah. They don't listen, do they? Your neighbour? No. My brother always said, whenever you see a car that has, like, for sale, a mm-hmm. little for sale, like a normal A4, a crappy A4, doesn't matter what it is, yeah. but an A4 printout that says for sale, and it's just a mobile number. Mm. That's basically a drug dealer. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Because you don't have for sale, then just a number, do you? You put for sale, you know, mileage. mileage. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Good runner. (laughs) So, you know, sold his seat. I don't know. You just wouldn't put your moat anyway. That's Mm. that's what he always says. Mm. Um, Another life hack there. So maybe another day we'll take some mushrooms. If you get older, so I'm I'm, I'm all in. All right? We'll sit here. I was just saying because Sam Harris has talked about it. No, no, I haven't mentioned him for ages. I haven't. But he's been talking (laughs) about the use of... um, Lucigenics. Yeah. Yeah. As like a real thing. and in... yeah, This is a real thing. What do you think this is? Pretend. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just pulling things out I'll tell of you the what, air. I'll tell you what mushrooms you could have bought. Those ones with coconut on. 
What? The mushrooms with coconut on. No, no. You must know those. No. You don't know those? No, I don't know those. You don't get out much. <laughs> Look up sweet mushrooms. What have you been doing? Just going to eat sweets? I've eaten so much shit over the last well, few that's days. That's your problem, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry. Episode 73 will be 18 minutes <laughs> before Mark. <laughs> uh, honestly, if there's, a ba- if there's a, I guess, a bag, you'd have a bag of magic mushrooms, would you? Is that that they come in a bag? Imagine they come in a sweaty bag. I'd, I'd imagine. Because I reckon they'd be moist No, I think they'd be more like um, Little Red Riding Hood. You go out with your wicker with your wicker basket and your, oh, right, your red bo- and white gingham. <laughs> and your bonnet. Cut, pick the... <laughs> yeah. yeah what, well, your bonnet to, so you don't get recognised. Pick the yeah. magic mushrooms. Oh, yeah. you can, and a mask, remember? Yeah. Because um, of the spores. Well, that's interesting. When I did grow mushrooms, I yeah. had to prove to the governor of Dartmoor that we couldn't mm. grow magic mushrooms. That was number one. And number two was Hold that... On, to prove that you couldn't? On coffee ground. You had to prove that you couldn't. couldn't grow magic mushrooms. Oh, magic mushrooms. We could only I grow the magic oyster. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a mushroom, it. <laughs> mushroom growing project. There's no chance that they're going to grow. <laughs> I was thinking, eh? Is this a trick? <laughs> setting, setting myself up to fail. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to grow mushrooms on sand. <laughs> but yeah, they had to be very masked up because a mushroom spores mm. is a very much thing, like mushroom lung or something. Mushroom lung. <laughs> What's that? Got anyway, mushroom back, lung par. Back to the sweet mushrooms. You yeah. Mu- no. You, Real mushrooms. No. Not sweet mushrooms. Like sweets or actual mushrooms. They would come in the genus. What? Of the genus. The scientific group. The family. Right. It's Latin. Fucking hell. So the genus mm. of sweet bananas. Right. White mice. Shrimps. Uh, okay. Yes. I'm into shrimps and, and the white mushrooms. mice. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. The mushrooms are. Covered in um, coconut. coconut. Okay, I'm not for mill. Desiccated coconut. What else other than coconut ever gets desiccated? Um, hold on. Is something being desiccated or is coconut a desiccation? Co- the form of coconut, when it's on top what, of these mushrooms, it has form. Been, is yeah. that it's des- is the process of making that called desiccation. Yeah. What right. else gets desiccated? I think probably a few things do. They just don't get called that, mm. I would say. Mm. Just Write like, in and tell us. Because <laughs> <laughs> we haven't a clue. No. It's a thought, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a hell of a thought. That if you're just the only food product that we know, unless, type less less loudly, unless you can conjure any up magically. Conjure? No, I meant that you were going to think of it without looking it up. Sorry, I couldn't do. I couldn't listen to you and type. Do you okay. notice? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't even know how to spell desiccate. D-E-S-I-C. Oh, okay. So it's to dry out thoroughly, to preserve foods by removing moisture. To make dry, dull, or lifeless. Is that what I'm doing to this podcast? <laughs> no, but it's what I did to my mushrooms. So that doesn't make. I thought you, the desic- des- you desiccated them. No, I withdrew all the water from them because we used to they, sell dried mushrooms. Yeah, then you desiccated them. You didn't even know. I thought desiccated was like the flaky bit. No, it's just to dry out thoroughly, preserve. I've got 99 problems, but a flake ain't one. <laughs> Did you see that crap from the BBC News? I, was, I immediately thought, it's probably because I'm hanging around with you too long. Oh, Cadbury's PR are on one. Yeah. Did you think that? Yeah. Yeah. And they might ship some in it's from... It's like an Easter egg thing. They're all running yeah. out of something, aren't they, these chocolate companies? Like, yeah. come on, you have one slow news day, right? And a flake is just a flake cut in half. So use all the ones that you've already got and just cut them in half. There isn't just a factory doing ice cream <laughs> flakes, is there? In the foothills of like... <laughs> The foothills of the Danube, as Cadbury's have got there. Yeah, that's where they're made, isn't it? What do you it? make it? Well, we have the machines here that make f- flakes half the size of our 
of all the other factories in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on. It's good, I like this. No, that, that's <laughs> keep, all it is. No, that's I all it take, is. I want you to take your world into another... Keep 99 going. was done... A flake. Yeah, the, 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 nobody quite knows why they're 99. Some people thought it used to be 99p, but they had the name before that. And I think it's to do with something in Italy where 99 was seen, the number 99 was seen to evoke quality or good taste or something. Possible uh, I'm wrong. The, the origins of the name are uncertain, Mark. Hmm. Uh, one claim is that it was coined in Portobello, Scotland, uh, where Stefano Arcari, mm-hmm. very Scottish name, mm-hmm. uh, who had opened a shop in 1922 at 99 Portobello High Street. And Portobello Mushrooms. Yeah, this is unfair. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, would break a large flake in half. <laughs> I'm tripping. I think I'm still. I think I'm still. I had a bad night's sleep. I think I'm still asleep. Mm-hmm. And this is a really weird dream. Mm-hmm. I'm dreaming about podcasts that we haven't written. It's, it's just gone tragically written. wrong. <laughs> it's just what was written itself. <laughs> Spookily so. So this goes on as long as you've come in here lasts. and just gone. We'll just have a chat. That's literally what you said. We'll just yeah. have a chat. <laughs> and it's like well, this is all too weird. It's all too to planned have you looked up your sweet mushrooms yet oh, just give me a chance okay I'm telling the listeners about this uh um would would break a large flake in half and stick it in ice cream the name derived from the shop's address a cadbury representative took the naming idea to his company so there no. was there was but one you had the uh, uh, dip, dip, mm. no go on i do know one fact what was the name of the guy <laughs> stefano Arcari. well he sounds italian yeah he was italian and he had a cousin who also lived on portobello road and the two of them were big rivals, and his cousin came up with the same idea at the same time. He lived at 69 Portobello Road. Right. But Cabri went with the other one. Okay. Are you with me on this? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. You can't ask for the 69 when you go. To, that's the point I'm making. <laughs> you can't go to Mr. Whippy and ask for 69. No. It doesn't work. No. Do you see that? Did you see that woman on the BBC News that had the polo shirt on advertising? Um, oh, it was I, like a resort and yeah. it put I Heart BJ's. Yeah, was the BJ's the name of the resort? Yeah. But yeah. don't they, if it's on Homes Under the Hammer, they put mm. a bit of duct tape. Yeah, or, or, the... or pixelate it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. But she was allowed to advertise. Yeah. It was, it was like DJ BJ's. Fat Tony, wasn't it? Was yeah, sort of... yeah. <laughs> Plus, uh, I've no idea where we are. So we're talking about flakes. Yep. Oh yeah, PR stunt. How do we get to flakes? How have we gone down this road? We're too far down now. Okay, shall I rescue us? Uh, yeah, we're talking about. I swear we're talking about something interesting. I wouldn't be too certain of that. Mm. Shall I listen back? <laughs> so I got no idea where we were. got a new game okay all right so this is called scattergun I've i been... thought we just played that <laughs> no no that that was structured. Right. okay this right. is we're going a bit <laughs> right so what i'm going to do is i'm going to randomly we did this once before on some element of my phone oh we've done your Notes screenshot roulette yeah well this is going to be photo roulette so it, although it's screenshots mm. it's things that have given me thoughts so i'm going to explain the photo mm-hmm and explain the reason for taking the screenshot. Okay, sounds fun. And you're, you've then got one opportunity 
to comment or question. Okay. Okay. So I'll show you the photograph. Uh -huh. There's the photograph. Yeah. So that's Alison Hammond, a presenter oh, yes. on... Oh, yes, I know her. ...this morning. Yes. So this morning, Alison Hammond got into a lot of trouble by saying she wasn't going to have a vaccine, which was oh, quite a brave thing Controversial. To say. Controversial. Mm. Um, so Alison Hammond there is pictured in Madeira. So this morning flew mm. her out to Madeira to okay. celebrate... May the 17th, and she's standing outside a swimming pool with... Um, it's May 19th, but there we are. No, no, the, the, the end of the lockdown stuff, the May um, the 17th. Apologise. So they flew her there for one night, right. and then with a film crew, uh -huh. filmed her next to a pool with a cocktail in her She hand. was about to go on the plane without a vaccine, was she? Yep. Mm -hmm. okay. And she's there going, I don't even drink, but I'm so jubilant, I'm going to drink this cocktail. Right. And I've already drunk Madeira wine when I got here, but I don't drink. But I'm that giddy that I'm going to. Oh, really? And then I'm going to go swimming in the pool. And I thought, the health and safety police is yeah. like, no vaccine, drinking in the morning, then you're going swimming, yeah, but also, and then you're coming back the next day. How much fucking paperwork has she had to fill out just to get there? Yeah. And do all the, t the lateral flow tests. Yes. All the crew's got to do the lateral flow test, get on the plane, blah, 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 follow all the protocol. Yeah. And then she just drinks and goes in a pool, which no one should ever do. <laughs> right? But as a photo opportunity, you, should never eat, you, should you could have had a green screen and go, imagine I was in Madeira. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. You so just look at it. Well, so no, no point to anything. Apart the point from... was that she was saying just how happy I am because I'm able to do this. I'm a celebrity that's been flown out. That's and you think, complete nonsense. Yeah. Okay, next. That's my, that's my only one comment. Okay. Why I've got a feeling that's going to be the same for the next few. You saw this one on my Insta story. <laughs> yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> why was Pingu's dad always doing the washing when they didn't wear clothes? Yes, yeah, And then yeah. the bit why, how did he light his pipe? Yeah, but what would have been good in that? And there's a little, because there's a little washing machine. He's a yeah. little picture of Pingu sat next to his washing machine, yeah. right? Wouldn't it be funny if there's like a black and white penguin outfit <laughs> in the washing machine? Yeah. 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 They haven't. They've got something different. Yeah. That's that would have been good. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, so this will make you smile. I'm just, this is just cheering you up because the thing that this will cheer you up is you've mm. got to remember this is every day for me. This is every 12 minutes mm. of my life. I'm taking so much better. Okay, this could be <laughs> It's you. like watching EastEnders just to cheer me up. Okay, so someone replied to this woman, this is not the right way to express interest in adopting a pet. Uh -huh. She wrote, re small dog. So she wrote to an adoption centre, a rescue centre. Re as in reference Reference, to. yeah. Right. I'm looking to adopt a small dog. Hmm. Good start. Yeah. Before I get attacked, let me say, I'm not looking to torture or to feed it to a snake or use as bait. <laughs> is this the woman from um, 50 Shades of Halifax? Yeah. Yeah. No. I just want to open my home and my heart to a dog. I believe pets enhance our lives. I checked Orange County Animal Services, but it seems small dogs were adopted as soon as they hit the front door. Thank you. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to There's use too many things. There's too teachers, many things though. in there to comment about. Next. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one I sent to you yesterday. So, so Chelsea... A lot happens in yesterday. Chelsea right? were beating Leicester 2-0. Yes. And I was listening to the commentary yes. on my headphones. Little did I know that I was 10 minutes behind oh, my commentary. Yes. <laughs> so then something came up on my screen to say it was 2-1 and I'm listening to a commentary saying it's 2-0 and I was thinking shit someone has predicted yeah a goal in 10 minutes time yeah and and got the uh the goal scorer and the person correct. that did the assist, and the assist correct <laughs> so I sent it to you you texted me and went delete yeah 
That was good. Okay. That was only funny because the other day you sent me someone something about Fulham. You and I got a prediction that Fulham are going to stay up. But I looked at the chart. It was almost the- mathematically impossible. <laughs> I was thinking, you're good at maths, right? But yeah. you're way out here. If they lost, if they won the last three games 7-0. <laughs> <laughs> so, last one. Oh, last two. Have you seen the thing that's happening on TikTok and sometimes on Instagram Reels no. where they go, you will only hear the one you read. You have heard this one. There's two. Oh, we've done that before. Yeah. There's the... There's a word yep. that's recorded. Yep. And what it, and whatever you think it is, it sounds like that. Well So what, there was like a green hornet one or something. It was a, yeah. Wasn't there? So this is this one is take I don't know if we can play it on here. I'll have a go. So Yeah, let's do we can do that. Yeah. Okay. So Just so you know what I'm gonna say, don't you? Put it next to the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna get all funny with me. I was gonna throw it out the window, Damo. <laughs> <laughs> right, just a minute. So what I'd like you to do is I'm gonna play this. Mm-hmm. And I want you to think of the one in green. I don't want you to look at the words because what they say on this is the words you look at. Yes. But I think you can do it with the power of your mind. Okay. Not just you. One can. Yeah, but You're not, not special. How the listeners going to know? No, no. They won't yet because okay. this is like building tension. Okay. So what I'd like you to do, <laughs> right. and I'm going to do it at the same time, is not yes. look at any lyrics. Okay. But for the part of the tune that we're going to concentrate on, mm-hmm. think of the words that she said in green. Okay. So I'm going to play it. Okay. Right. So the bit we're concentrating on, I think it's quite clearly the first word is cause. And then, so were you thinking of what it is in green? Because yeah. I'm a paper chaser. That's. Yeah. I heard I'm a paper because I'm a paper chaser. Yes. Yes. That's what I heard. Yes. I had that in my head mm-hmm. as soon as it came in. I don't even actually know what the real lyrics are. No, I don't. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. The question for me is. Is this the art of persuasion that when you're given two options, your mind almost decides which it's going to go for? In which case, this has big connotations for things like subliminal messages, because if we can hear words that aren't, I'm a paper chaser. Yeah. Because I don't think those are the original lyrics, yeah. but we're given suggestions. We can hear something different. Yeah, definitely. So this then gets to the point for me, this is why I found this one so interesting, was that when people are relaying things like, I heard on the news that. Yeah. yeah did yeah, you yeah. hear that on the news? Yeah, because right. what we're going to say is the second option for this mm. is not, I'm a paper chaser, but no. it's nothing even similar. No. And also, uh, my mum can, can put cheese in her ears now <laughs> for the next five minutes. <laughs> Correct? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what we're going to do is I'm going to play it again. Yes. And I want everybody at home. <laughs> or in the car. Or in the car. Or in the garden. That when it goes cos, yeah. I want you to concentrate in your mind and say, I'm a paper chaser. Yes. Yeah. And as I'm listening again, clear as day, I'm a paper, paper chaser. chaser. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's possible that if you, you are were... building this up, aren't you? Christ alive, Well, Mark. because I think it goes very much to the point that we would believe 100% they're saying I'm a paper chaser. 100% Mark. 100%. What's the next bit? You'd be doing this to me. You'd be sitting there. Yeah, but you're like... getting excited and you know what the answer <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, I do know. Okay. So the second option mm. is different words. Oh, okay. What are they? Damon's mum, you might like to go and sit down and put a baby bell in each ear. <laughs> what are you saying? She's got big ears. What are you saying? <laughs> okay. An Edam. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. so the words that I want you to now go yeah. for yeah. are, I'm a big fucking slut. 
Wow, that is strong, Mark. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they sound totally different. How and could I've been they... bulking. Yeah. Because I'm a... Because I'm a big fucking slut. Because I'm a big fucking slut. Okay, let's give that a go, shall we? So Think concentrate that in mind. I Have cons- those words. I'm concentrating on that. No matter filth. how hard it is for you to... Yes. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Here we go. Wowie. Boom. Mind blown. Yeah. That was great. Thank you and good night. <laughs> it really, really, really is 18 minutes long. Yeah. Great reset, Mark. Okie dokie. Would, so, would you like me to um, tee it up? I'd love you to tee it up because examples that I, I don't want to read from the book. Yeah. <laughs> People can get the book. <laughs> Page one. <laughs> you go then. You set it up. So first of all, what is the Great Reset? Mm. Everyone's saying, mm. aren't they? Everyone who's listening. Uh, so the Great Reset is a name of the 50th annual meeting of the World Economic Forum, who we've mentioned before, mm-hmm. held in June 2020. It brought together high-profile business and political leaders convened by Charles Prince of Wales and, mm-hmm. the, and the World Economic Forum with the theme of rebuilding society and the economy in a sustainable way following the COVID-19 pandemic. Yep. So just repeat the date. Yes, June 2020. Mm-hmm. So following the COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic, which uh, which I think we're still in. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mark. Yeah. In June 2020, the theme of the January 2021 51st World Economic Forum annual meeting was announced as the Great Reset, connecting both in-person and online global leaders in Davos, Switzerland, with a multi-stakeholder network in 400 cities around the world. The Great Reset will also be the main theme of the WEF summit in Lucerne, uh, right now, actually. So as we said last time, there's, there's a book that's been um, been released and you've read that book. Mm-hmm. Um, Klaus Schwab, yep. founder of the World Economic Forum, believes there will be no getting back to normal after COVID-19 subsides, saying the pandemic represents a global inflection point. Yep. So this is a quote from him. Some analysts call it major bifurcation, which I think is splitting things in two. Mm-hmm. Uh, others refer to a deep crisis of biblical proportions. But the essence remains the same. The world as we know it in the early months of 2020 is no more. Dissolved in the context of the pandemic, is what Schwab wrote with uh, Thierry Malloray in the COVID-19 Great Reset book, mm-hmm. which, you, which you've read. Schwab envisions the Great Reset as an opportunity to make the world better and more resilient, to capitalise on accelerating change. But many people, including conservative broadcaster Glenn Beck, see something much more sinister mm-hmm. in this vision. Internet ads cite the Great Reset and encourage people to buy products in preparation for a permanent lockdown. On Twitter and Parler, people warn of boiling frog, social change, the type that occurs slowly without realisation. Never heard that phrase, Mm -hmm. boiling frog. And conspiracy theories have emerged, fueled by things people see as troubling coincidences, such as President-elect Joe Biden using Build Back Better. And we've talked about that, haven't we? which Boris used on the same day, yes. didn't he? As a campaign slogan, uh, it's also the slogan of Schwab's initiative. Mm-hmm. You know, what is wrong with the sentiment of building back better, being better at everything, you know, learning from our mistakes. But of course, like most of these things, there's become a bit of a, oh, is this all pre-programmed? Is, it, is, is this all designed? Has, has even the pandemic been planned to, the, to, to a very extreme end of, of, of an alternative theory? Yeah, and you I know? think this is, and I've said to you, and we've said on the pod, the conspiracy theory is used 
as a detrimental term. Mm. People who question science or question politics or question decisions that are made that aren't mainstream media or, or, or government narratives are now seen as you're just being contentious, you're just going, you know, you're arguing for the sake of it. And it was that thing I said that, that a guy I follow, Zuby Music, said was like, oh, look, it's raining, and so what? So now you're a meteorologist. And that yeah. bit that people can't have a comment mm -hmm. on stuff that's going on. So The Great Reset was never a conspiracy theory. The book was written, the COVID-19 Great Reset was written and produced by Schwab. People were going, oh, this Great Reset, this is all happening. It's in plain sight. I'm not saying this is a conspiracy theory. No, when no, you I, look I at the... No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is when you mention The Great, great Reset and question it, mm -hmm. people are going, oh, yeah, well, you're questioning it. And they're on about climate change. And like we've mm -hmm. said, why would you knock that? And they're on about healthier, better futures. Why would you knock that? I think the the reason why the Great Reset for me has some concerns is firstly, anybody who's anybody's there, but it isn't just political leaders. They have sort of celebrities. So you'll get, you know. It's not the, the, the great and good of, of, of power and, and wealth, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Generally, I mean, I was just looking at the guest speakers for the. Um... So here, just a little, little while you're looking at that, what's now known as the World Economic Forum began in 1971 as a European non-profit that invited business leaders to an annual conference every January. Then called the European Management Forum, early meetings focused on how European leaders could emulate business practices in the US, according to its website. Mm -hmm. The group later expanded to include businesses and political leaders around the world and changed its name to the World Economic Forum in 1987. Its annual meeting held in Davos, Switzerland, is colloquially known simply as Davos. While people from around the world are involved, the World Economic Forum remains heavily influenced by Schwab and his beliefs, articulated in a manifesto published in 1973. Yes. Very yes. old yes set of uh, set of thinking the paper said companies should value stakeholders and not just shareholders and for management to serve clients employees investors and society whilst making a profit sufficient to ensure the company's existence mm -hmm. so generally a, a good thing if yeah, you, he comes if you, from if an you, economic background yeah, yeah. If, you, if you can benefit individuals and societies and communities yeah. and make that sustainable by creating profit mm -hmm. happy days there's no mm -hmm. point doing good and then it just it burning itself out yeah and I, d I don't think i don't think that that people are necessarily questioning no. questioning that a lot of things aren't good no you know? no 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 but i it's... guess what I, what I want to do is get the kind of grounding of this and how it can then be seen as something yes because if you've got powerful people up there talking you know people who are making profit and our share shareholders and stakeholders yeah. all standing at the are they, are they really representing the people they say they're trying to represent i.e in everybody else and and the communities and the societies they live in are they represented by those people no they're not i mean <laughs> it's going to be an echo chamber isn't it i mean these are the speakers from the last agenda so this is just a few of them the mm. president of the european commission the president of france angela merkel the prime minister of singapore president of south africa mm -hmm. president of the people's republic of china president of the european central bank the Secretary General of the United Nations, Prime Minister of India, mm -hmm. and the Managing Director of IMF. It's a fairly high... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of A-listers there. Yeah. And again, I'm not knocking that the fact of all the great and the good, despite the fact that they, a lot of them have to pay to, to have a place on the table, and the more yeah. you pay, the nearer yeah. you get to the front. <laughs> yeah. Um, if Bill Gates has any money left after his... <laughs> mm. <laughs> he didn't put a good prenup in. Um, and obviously, he's been a very active... Yeah. Um, part of Davos and interesting Tony Blair now has got a very clear globalization he's constantly on saying mm. you know we have to take a world view of this and again 
I'm not knocking per se. What I'm concerned about, and I'm not offering a different reality, who the fuck am I to say that, that I know anything that's going on in the world? But I'm, what I'm saying is if you have a collection, because I think there's up to about 3,000 people that get involved mm-hmm. with devils. Mm-hmm. If you have all the powerful people in the world that are prepared to put their name, you know, Prince Charles has on, been on TV going, yeah. this is what we've got to do. Yeah. Greta's been on TV doing. Yeah. David Attenborough is on TV. He's just been given a new worldwide Save the World title. Yeah. The latest the book refers to is June 2020. It was published in July 2020. But all the languages, this pandemic is the biggest thing the world's ever had. The world can never be the same after this pandemic. And I'm going, I'm not quite sure why. Mm. Because if you take it from the the other end of it, the average age of people dying is the average age of people dying. Mortality rates in some countries are not much different to what mm. they normally are. In some mm. countries, they're not higher. Mm. In this country, mortality rates 12 years ago were higher than they, for that particular year, were higher yeah, than sure. they have been for this year. So it's not that out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. I accept a virus has, sure. has stricken a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not minimizing it. But to write a book after, say, four months of this virus being released yes. and going, the whole world is going to be different. Yeah. The whole world is going to be different. No it's, one said that when we start to raise eyebrows, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's almost like, thank God we've had this. Yeah. Talking about the end of it when you're not even in the middle of it. Yes. Is an odd one as well. Yeah. Because you start thinking, hold on, if you're, if, <laughs> if you're talking about something that's only going to then kind of start to manifest at the end. Yeah. Kind of suggest you might know where the end is. Yes. If you were suspiciously minded like some people are. Yeah. And I, I'm definitely don't want to present this in terms of people going, he's just arguing with everything. What I'm doing is just giving what the Great Reset has said. Mm-hmm. So the World Economic Forum in November 2016 asked a number of people that were involved with it for their eight predictions for the world in 2030. And 2030 mm-hmm. is a recurring theme. It is, yes. An awful lot, like we were saying, an awful lot now of the green targets mm. by They're 2030. So the yeah. American one about electric cars, the the UK one yeah, is about same. electric cars, yeah. um, some of the Scandinavian countries. I'm being... sure it went from 2050 to 2030 quite quickly. Yes. Recently. Yeah, it's, especially it's on some of the zero on, carbon and things than, like that. Listen, within nine years. So in 2016, they had sessions in their annual meeting in mm. 2017, and they asked experts from our global future councils for Mm -hmm. their take on the world in 2030. Mm -hmm. One is all products will have become services. Mm -hmm. And you might have heard the phrase, you'll own nothing but be happy. Yeah. So this is a prediction that came from a Danish MP and the World Economic Forum have put this as their top one. I don't own anything. I don't own a car. I don't own a house. I don't own any appliances or any clothes. And they said that shopping is a distant memory in the city of 2030 whose inhabitants have cracked clean energy and borrow what they need on demand. It sounds utopian until she mentions that her every move is tracked. Now, they're putting this forward as how Mm. a member of the forum thinks. And now that sounds dystopian to me. But she then goes on to say, but outside the city live swathes of discontents, the ultimate depiction of a society split in two. And then they just leave that. And I'm thinking, Mm. that's a strange prediction to come up with, that half of us are going to be living in these cities almost like the sort of Wally thing that we've been talking yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. So number two, there is a global price on carbon. 
And they go on about the powerful incentive to ditch fossil fuels mm -hmm. and that Europe will find itself at the centre of the trade in cheap, efficient solar panels as prices for renewables fell sharply. Again, interesting that they mention China is going to be at the lead of cutting carbon when mm -hmm. we're sort of hearing the opposite. Uh, the third one is that US dominance will be over and we will have a handful of global powers. Those global powers will be, the US are still amongst them, but won't be world dominant. US, Russia, China, Germany, India and Japan will now be the, the superpowers. Yeah. And then this was the most interesting one for me. This is number four. Basically in mind, this was five years ago. It says, farewell hospital, hello homespital, which is just stupid. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, technology will have further disrupted disease, writes Menley Walker, a medical doctor and World Bank advisor. The hospital as we know it will be on its way out with fewer accidents thanks to self-driving cars and great strides in preventative and personalised medicines. Scalpels and organ donors are out, tiny robotic tubes and bioprinted organs are in. And what I can't quite understand is the World Economic Forum is saying this is the vision of some of the people that, that they work with. They're putting this forward on their website and it just feels... I immediately go, why is that a better world? Yeah, but I also go... People getting run over isn't what we're worried about. So self-driving mm. cars, mm. that yeah. I'm just perplexed by yeah. the route they're taking, if you like. You mentioned that. I've done a little bit of digging. And the kind of you talking about that mm -hmm. just brings up where there's, there's no smoke without fire. Yeah. Now, I, I found this thing called, talking about conspiracy theories, yeah. uh, conspiracy theory known as Agenda 21. Yes. Have you heard of that? Yes. And it's been rebooted because because of the pandemic. Yeah. It comes from a non-binding UN resolution signed in 1992 that provides an action plan for governments with regards to sustainable development. Yeah. But in the 22 years uh, since it was signed, extremists have recast it as a secret plot to impose a totalitarian world government and nefarious, nefarious, that's good, isn't it? Nefarious effort to crush freedom in the name of environmentalism, mm -hmm. according to uh, a 2014 report by the Southern Poverty Law Center. So this is a quote from Heidi Byrich, one of the authors of the 2014 report. Fears are running rampant in the far right that the coronavirus is some part of a conspiracy, maybe by the Chinese government. Other global actors, even George Soros, not sure who that is, you know. Yeah, sure. no, I do know George Soros. Uh, yeah. To do some, uh, to do something to conservatives or Americans. So she said it's not surprising that Agenda Twenty One will pop up again in that environment. It's called the New World Order UN Agenda Twenty One Twenty Thirty Mission Goals. Because mm -hmm. you just said Twenty One Twenty Thirty. I'll r rattle through these really yeah. quickly. Uh, so one world government, one world cashless currency. Some of these I'll read out, and you kind of go. It's kind happening now mm, mm. um one world central bank one world military the end of national sovereignty the end of all privately owned property just mm -hmm. that you talked about the end of the family unit depopulation control population growth and population density mandatory multiple vaccines universal basic income can i just put my hand up there of course yeah. i think of trialing that in wales came out this week what universal basic yeah, income it's just suddenly come out yeah microchip society for purchasing travel tracking and controlling yep implementation of a world social credit system like china has which mm -hmm. i didn't know trillions of appliances hooked into the 5g monitoring system the internet of things yeah the internet of things is very much a, a, a thing government raised children that sounded pretty sinister <laughs> Um, government owned well, Boris Johnson's doing his bit <laughs> <laughs> government owned and controlled schools colleges universities the end of private transportation owning cars etc so back yes. to ownership um, all businesses owned by government and corporations the restriction of non-essential air travel human beings concentrated into human settlement zones or cities 
I immediately thought of the kind of the um Uyghurs. regional lockdowns. Oh right, yeah. In terms of just kind of you know, whilst the rest of the country can move around, there's certain areas yeah. that can't. Yeah. The end of irrigation. I don't know what that meant. Does that I mean like that means. watering plants? I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> Uh, the end of private farms and grazing livestock. This gets interesting in terms of farmland. We've and just farming. been saying a few pods ago how Gates has been building up. He's now the yeah. biggest individual farm Land, owner. That's right, landowner. There's um and the thing about printing. He's in one of the articles. I put it as a bookmark that mm-hmm. he's, he's he's condoning kind of printed synthetic beef. Yes. We should all be printing this shit rather than yes. <laughs> rather than farming real animals in yeah. and eating them. Yeah, he isn't buying all that land to. Mm. to have grazing cattle no because getting rid of meat is becoming quite big in the states at the moment Mm. there's a big push to to, to remove well to to reduce meat consumption yeah so restricted land use that serves human needs the ban of natural non-synthetic drugs and medicine and the end of fossil fuels is the last one which is just kind of um this is a guy who was saying america said there'll be no fossil fuel cars after 2035 i think Mm. it's something like 70 percent by 2030 he said in the u.s we drive 3.2 trillion miles per year and electric cars use 0.3 kilowatts per mile Mm. because obviously they're not using oil they're not using petrol and Mm. oil but but the electricity comes from coal from coal or from nuclear renewable but the idea that renewables are a big they're not renewables if you look at our national grid here the amount that is done by renewables mm. is still very very yeah small yeah. so he's worked out that we will need to build a 1gw nuclear plant every three weeks starting tomorrow <laughs> just for the ele- extra electricity to charge the cars yeah that's it. and so we have got this position where everyone's going yeah it's good to have electric cars it does make sense to have electric yeah. cars i don't think there's many people who maybe people might not like them no i don't like i'm not a, I, th- I think the idea is brilliant i think yeah. the technology is fantastic yeah if i could choose petrol or battery i'll probably go petrol that's just my preference yeah but there's but, gonna be huge, there's gonna be plenty of generations that won't know don't care what a petrol engine yeah does it but you know i don't think that we're really knocking the idea that it is good yeah but if everybody it's in america so, by 2035 yeah, which is tomorrow only, yeah we'll all be sat around with cars we can't go anywhere in. and a lot of the, i think um our government has actually said by 2030 there's a, there's a target which i think is about 70 mm. percent. i'm just going to do a bit of a prediction i don't think it is possible that in Nine years, however many millions of cars there are yeah. on these roads. Firstly, where do they go? That's a lot of lithium you're digging up. It's a lot of lithium, but also... Ba- batteries, the actual... I think we've mentioned this before, but the life cycle from design to production yes. of a battery-operated vehicle yeah. is vastly worse for the environment. Yeah, yeah it's the, you the get it back on the running, be. but to produce them in the first yeah, place. Yeah, it's incredibly unenvironmental. Yeah. I'm going to come back to a big question I have about all these things in a minute. Okay. But one thing I wanted to quickly throw in is yep. kind of going back a little bit in the kind of prediction yeah the looked up on fullfact.org which is our little source yes. of facts yeah. there's an event talking about bill gates as well so i'm trying to tile this all in yeah event 201 i haven't heard of event 201 yes event 201 was an exercise organized in october 2019 yes to simulate what might happen if there was a severe pandemic yeah We've been asked by readers to look into whether it really happened, why isn't it covered much in the media, and whether it's simply a coincidence it took part just months before the COVID-19 pandemic started. The event was real, but the fact it took place... This gets a bit sketchy. The event was real, but the fact it took place just before the pandemic started doesn't mean the organisers had any secret knowledge. 
which has been suggested by some. <clears throat> Event 201 was run by the John Hopkins Centre for Health Security in partnership with the World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. It invited people from business, government and public health to simulate coordinating a policy response to a theoretical pandemic. But get this, the simulation was based on a coronavirus, but that doesn't mean the organisers knew about the one that causes COVID-19. It also could. <laughs> but the, the, I've, I've seen the details of it and it is very much what the pandemic was. Yeah. It, it wasn't, it was, and so I'm trying to find, and I can't find this on my phone, which is making me um, cross with myself. <laughs> I have Swab with 20 minutes, a 20 second soundbite from him going, if you thought the pandemic was bad, what's coming next will blow your mind. Okay. And he said that fairly recently. Right. And what he goes on to say, oh. and what other people are saying, is that what's going to happen with cyber security mm-hmm. will be way beyond what happened on the pandemic. Right. So, we mentioned with my predictions, cyber yeah, the, the security. Three yeah. I told you that there's been a major hack into the Irish um, healthcare system, healthcare system yeah, yeah. and that they're waiting to see if they can, whether they have to pay ransomware mm-hmm. in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Right. It's now happened in New Zealand right. yesterday. Yeah. Just a small part of New Zealand, like a small province mm-hmm. has been hit, but everything's been totally frozen. So all patient records have now been accessed and hacked. And then there was the oil pipeline in America and the price of petrol in America has gone through the roof, like Mm -hmm. literally through the roof. What I was thinking of the one in in New Zealand is if I was a hacker going into a small provincial area of New Zealand and hacking in there Mm -hmm. seems a strange thing. But in this this last week, that's now three health trusts or health areas that have been hacked into and hold to ransom, which is exactly what we've been told that when the pandemic ends, the next big thing is going to be cybersecurity mm-hmm. and then we're going to be really worried. Yeah. And I'm thinking if I'm a hacker, wouldn't I just be going into a company with loads of money? Mm. Why would I go into yeah. the health sector in Ireland? And we continually, I keep saying about Ireland and the more I read and the latest one I heard today is that Pfizer are going to build a manufacturing site mm. in Dublin. And we've been saying about Apple are in Dublin, Accenture in Dublin. Yeah, yeah, the, Google, Facebook, App, yeah, all, yeah, they're all there. Everyone's there. And now Pfizer are going to build a manufacturing. Mm-hmm. And you could go, so what? The, you know, it's attractive mm-hmm. to go into Dublin, but the lockdown uh, in, in Ireland has been beyond mm-hmm. anywhere else in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you talked about in the last, well, I'll come to my question in a minute, but you talked about the last one about civil unrest, mm. cybersecurity, and climate change. And it was the next day. Pretty sure I haven't recorded this because I haven't recorded. When was that no, no, recorded? no. You mentioned that on the next you. day something had happened. Yeah. I was watching the news, and literally three stories. The first story was um, was Israel mm-hmm. and all the all the stuff mm-hmm. in Gaza. The second one was a, a, an identity theft yeah. that happened uh, on the internet. This poor this poor woman, and the the end of the thing said if she'd have registered her details through the .gov site, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. Which mm. made me think, okay, there's there's a story to do with cybersecurity yeah. here, but also, which I'll come to in a minute, why was it important that she was talking about it? It would have been averted by registering yeah. her details yeah. with the government. My radars were going. And then the final one was microplastics in the rivers, which mm-hmm. is a massive problem. Yeah. Massive, massive problem. All over the all over the country, probably the world. Yes. I imagine manufacturers just dumping stuff we can't see. There's a time when you could f- see physics sewage coming out of yeah, factories yeah, or yeah. waste was coming out of factories. Now it's so small, you can't see it. So mm. all, the, all the rivers look but clean, but all the fish are full of plastic. Yeah. And I was sitting there going, there's literally three things. It's the day after you said those three things. All the things we just talked about, about the things to ban, what, we've, what, what we're trying to do in the, in the reset. And I just asked the question, which is why? And can it, is it just as simple as 
it's only going to benefit the people who are representing the corporations or countries who are at the World Economic Forum. Is it really for the greater good? Yeah. There's two sides, isn't there? I, th- I think I think the marketing it, is. I think it's hard and, to ar- argue with some of their marketing and some of it's their... hard to argue. We talked about in the last pub. It's hard to argue when you've got climate change. Yeah. As, as, a, as a driving agenda. It's yes. hard to go... I'm a bit cynical about your reasons. Yeah. You know, could be talked about being an arsehole yeah. and Greta. But there's an element of getting rid of fossil fuels. Why would you want to do that when most of the, you know, the big corp, the, the big organizations are still oil and gas mm. and mm. they're represented at these places? But, but also you've got to remember that they were the first ones to very much realize that this, isn't, this is going to run out at some point. Yeah. yeah. So they've been onto the renewables for years, yeah. haven't they? Yeah. They're not just looking into wind farms and solar panels now and wave power. They've literally been doing that for the last 34 yeah. years, haven't they? Because they're not daft. No. So while they're still selling us the stuff that's left in the soil, they're pushing on with battery technology, yeah, capturing electricity. This and... is where Blockbuster Video went <laughs> went awry, wasn't it? They didn't, they didn't look ahead. <laughs> yeah. So the MP4, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And streaming. Yeah, it's true. I sit here and go, why should we worry? Because aren't they doing really good things? Yeah. What am I trying to say? Is there really a sinister undertone to all this we need to be aware of? Or yep need to start questioning because i keep going this is all very good but why why does you know all these things happen in ireland kind of bother you because at training yesterday i came and you were like bam this has happened that's happened i'm like all i wanted to do is just go but why okay and uh, why, well, why worry yeah, to, what yeah, to what ends yeah to what ends are they doing it and then if you go well what how is it is it affecting me right. if you do that i'm not going to worry about it. it's going to get it on my own life and we talked about this in many pods yeah we get frustrated at the injustice of some things so we can either get we can we can get together and do something about it but sitting around and talking on this little pod yeah. in your garage yeah. isn't going to solve any of if no. there is anything sinister happening our little chats aren't going to solve anything no shaking our fists at the sky is not going to change it so i'm so, not i'm not shaking my fists at the sky so i'm doing this instead of my deep dive so when we were talking before about some of the riots in america yeah. and i was you know seeing stuff that i in retrospect wasn't good for me to watch mm-hmm. to yeah. get a better understanding of what was happening and doing deep dives into particular, you know, some, whether it was riots or mm. people being shot, whatever it was. I 100% recognise that I cannot alter the course of the world for, for yeah. better or for worse. I totally admit that, that you know, we've used the word beer moth before. Amazon cannot be tamed. Mm. It's, it's, do you know what I mean? Facebook can't be yeah, tamed. Yeah, but we've also said, isn't it great? When you just want something tomorrow and you can go and get somewhere yeah. <laughs> that delivers it tomorrow. Yeah. So you could argue, you could easily argue that our lives are better and more enriched by speed of delivery and products to our door and that kind of thing. Yes, it's consumer, you're buying stuff. We're always going to be buying stuff, food, material possessions, whatever it is, right? The battery car is dominated by Tesla. Mm-hmm. Our, our computers and our phones are dominated by Apple. The software is dominated by Google. Yeah, is that a bad thing? I'm trying to go. If it, if it's, I'm not. I'm not saying it. it's 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 worrying. It can be worrying. It can be quite highly questionable. But what have I got to worry about? I can still go in the garden and have a cup of tea and listen to the birds, and life is pretty good, right? Do you know what I mean? I'm not shackled to anything. I know what you're trying to say. So, is my life really bad because of all those things? Yes, someone is getting massively rich and massively powerful. And you could argue there's been lots of things in the last 14 months. That meant we our our travel's been restricted and our freedoms have been restricted, but ultimately haven't been completely taken away from us. I'm playing devil's avocado here. I know what you're playing, and I'm trying. But, to... but these are the things that come up when we talk about these things. I'm like, okay, but what what we weren't worrying about? Okay. They're trying to create, you know, create framework systems where we can generally all live. A, you know, all the things they're saying: get rid of fossil fuels. Yeah, great. Make people healthier, live longer. Brilliant. Feed feed the world. 
excellent idea. They were singing about it in the 80s. Okay, yeah. <laughs> right? Okay, you, you so know, I'll, I, I'll give you an answer to that. Mm. I'll give you an answer to that. From a personal point of view, I am more and more coming to the fact that there isn't such a thing as revolution anymore. There isn't such a thing as anarchy. There isn't such a thing of being able to question everything because we have been silent. So when you're saying about the lockdown, I've heard two things this week. And this isn't me trying to go and change those, but these are two things that have been very interesting. So on LBC, mm. they had an interview, and I think I mentioned this to you. Someone rang up and said, I'm in the caring profession. Some other people haven't been vaccinated. I feel that's really awkward, and I feel uncomfortable about yeah. it. The presenter from LBC on Breakfast Programme basically said, it must be so hard for you not to poison those idiots' coffee. Mm. Now, we've got to a language now mm. where... You can be vilified for the decision you've made. So you can be vilified now by nearly every part of mainstream media if you've chosen not to, to receive mm. the vaccination. Yeah. People don't know why you've chosen to, and it might have been an informed decision. But everything now... So I looked at a clip today from the Jeremy Vine show, mm. and someone on there said, basically, if you've chosen not to have the vaccine, then I don't know why we should treat you in a hospital. Mm. And someone else on the panel said, well, if you're a smoker and you've got lung cancer... Are you going to turn them away? Would you turn them away? If and someone played football at the weekend and broken their leg? Yeah. Or doing sort of dangerous sport? And the, argu we decide the argument from this well? person was, it's free, you're putting other people at risk, therefore you've, you should lose your freedoms. Wow. Not just for travel. Wow. This person said you shouldn't go to the cinema. And this is one of their mm -hmm. main presenters, a journalist. Yeah. You, shouldn't, you shouldn't have an active part in society. Yes. If you what then do have it, it, we'll welcome you back because basically yeah. you're going to be responsible for people dying. You could go, well, if the vaccinations work and reduce that, yeah. then, but I, I get the point that they were making. If you're going to take that role that not having the vaccination is harming other people. But we've got to a position within about a week mm. that basically people will ask other people if you've been vaccinated, have you put a photograph up on social media? Mm -hmm. And the point to I say, made yeah, to yes, you yes, is yes. you don't go up to someone and go, what were the results of your smear test? Mm -hmm. Or can you tell me what happened with that? Yeah. And the other bit, and I'm going to say this, you might cut this out, the number of people who were obese mm. that died of it, because mm. that's a comorbidity. Yeah was exceptionally high. Mm -hmm. If you're obese, your chances of dying with this are way, way higher. Yeah. So is there an argument that if somebody hasn't taken care of their personal health, yeah. Yeah. that they should also not have the same freedoms? Yes. Because you could go, oh, well, they're not spreading it. Well, they are yeah. because they're more likely to catch it. Their immune system isn't yeah. going to, to fight choosing, it in the same way. Choosing to look after yourself is free. Yes. Now, Largely, I'm being contentious. And I, know, I know you are. And I'm but not you're saying that point. all obese people... No, but you can go, okay, choice. that's your view. Let's just move that to here. Yeah. Now do you have the same view? Yes. Pro, but you're, you're thinking about pro-choice. You can yes. choose to look after yourself or not. Yes. Not saying it's not more difficult. I'm not saying it is easier for some. It isn't easier for some because it is. Yeah. Depending on whatever, you know, circumstances. Yeah. yeah. But generally you can not eat something or you can choose to eat certain things. Yeah. Right? And, and, you, can, well, and you can choose to move, you know, if you are, yeah. again, but I'm trying and to caveat everyone, everything Not I'm everyone saying. has that choice and not no, everyone not, has the mental capacity. Not everyone, is capacity to, not everyone has the education or the, the mobility, et cetera. I, I know all those things, but broadly speaking, yeah. you know, we can, we have the cho choice to move if we're able to. Mm to eat if we're able to or not eat if we're able to you know what i mean those yeah. are but you're right it's a lifestyle choice yes and what you do for your health whether it's a flu jab or a covid vaccine or taking vitamin d or 
taking yeah. taking probiotics for your gut health, eating kimchi till it comes out, <laughs> is is a choice. But this is but my, you're right. But, but, you're, but I, I don't think it's too wild a, a, a statement to give that that comparison and go. Would you treat someone the same? Would you it, treat your your obese? Would you turn your obese relative away from hospital? Yeah, but the, I know what the answer would be to that. The difficulty that I have with this is that you and I have looked into, and this has been published, that if you are a fit. 18 year old with no comorbidities yeah. i think the general consensus is you would be safer yeah you know, taking your chance yeah. with covid than you would with this very small with vaccine yes. not knocking the vaccine yeah. it's just the same way when my when i went into hospital for my brain aneurysm mm. they basically put me and they said the chances of your brain aneurysm rupturing mm. are this mm. and your chances of having a serious repercussion from the surgery of this mm. and literally i sat down with this guy and we went through it and he went what's your lifestyle i said i play football i do weights and he went mm. yeah but on the other hand i'm really fit so that's a positive mm -hmm. but he went i wouldn't play football anymore if i was you mm. or because if you get a kick in the head yeah, yeah. you know it might be fatal so you you look at those two mm. two factors mm. if i'm an 18 year old with a good immune system and good health and I look and they make the decision not to have the vaccine based on what is best for me. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do not have a duty or a debt to society mm -hmm. to do something that would put me at more risk to save others. Yeah. My responsibility is myself yeah, absolutely. to be responsible for my own health. Yeah, because I've always said before, we've talked about accountability for our own health, therefore yeah. a better public health. If yeah. we all start making the decisions based on everybody else, we're, we're going to tie ourselves up in knots. Yes. Aren't we? If, if I'm going to have a vaccine because so-and-so says I should, or I don't, you know, Dor Doreen next door is going to give me shit for the rest of my life yeah. while I live here yeah. every day, isn't it? Or, or shun me or whatever, or my family's yeah. going to shun me because I haven't. Yes. Because there's a battle in families as well. And this there? journalist said this, this journalist said, if I had a friend who hadn't had the vaccine, they would no longer be a friend in the same way that if I had a friend that did drink driving, they wouldn't be a friend. That's not. And I don't think... I, th I think anyway, we're getting off what no, we're right. I, I was, I was, Yes, I was, <laughs> <laughs> was going to bring it back to the the Great Reset bit. Yeah. So you asked the it, question it is, about why am I trying to? Why do I think I can fight this? Or, or well, no, or, I guess it was what is what is the concern? Because you read stuff. Because you've sent stuff to me on text, going, "This was written ages ago, and it's literally what's happened this week." Yes. But you've been sharing this particular bit of text with me for at least a couple of weeks and stuff that's happened this week has happened based on the things yeah so you can start to go hold on is, is are we being played like i said at the beginning is this is this pre-designed in some way broadly planned out because people are going well when we get to this point in terms of you know 17th of may the unlock happens we are then going to see over here that in this case of the thing you sent me is the south african variant is going to be you know suddenly become more uh yeah the more thing, the thing than... i sent you was written so long ago the indian variant hadn't even that's, been that's what i mean but it was referring to a variant they said a variant will come up on may the 17th that sure. will cause panic yes bolton yes. and the other thing it said is that there would be um a, additional calls for young people to get vaccinated, to get vaccinated. Yes. now this piece of paper was written weeks and weeks and yeah, weeks yeah i mean and you've weeks sent, you've, you keep yeah. sending me ringing bits of it going this yeah. is happening and so, they predict what happens after every element of the lockdown and so far it's been 100 percent right and the interesting thing about the young people to make that prediction weeks ago mm. that's a really specific prediction yeah, that young people but that, but that's, sadiq khan got up and said can the young people in london boroughs be pushed forward because yeah and I'm going, so that's where I mean. did that so, come from? Yeah. You could argue that a lot of the stuff in, in, the, in the, the Great Reset, it is based on, I guess, the greater good for humans and sustaining business in order to do that, or mm. profits or financial investments to be able to do those things. 
how do we bring it back to our kind of daily lives and whether it's going to be a there's lots right, of well there's I've, this and there's that yeah. and there's this and then that and i'm trying to put it together but what is what is any of it and the simpler are, thing is we can't they, change it so let's just go along it, with it yeah is it just one thing and loads of things that are going on and if you were to you know put it on the wall in a true conspiracy yeah. theorist style and start putting threads between them would you draw your own conclusions based on your maybe your confirmation bias or yeah you could end up wherever you want to end yes i'm going to force this into a yes into a narrative that suits (laughs) suits my yeah so i have the ending i want which is like world domination and we're being tracked within an inch of our life and then i find all the evidence to yeah yeah, we've pulled you just pulled all sorts of things in to support i can't i don't don't, you're not you haven't you haven't necessarily got one kind of view on it it's aren't all these things a bit messed up and a little bit spooky so a little I, bit yeah. questionable. So I just morally, I, yeah. The crux. Do we need to worry matter, about the crux of this the matter <laughs> to me? The crux of the matter is me is that as individuals, or do we need to look? Do we need to look at it some more? I think we need to look at it constantly because what I'm saying is this: I'm not saying the whole of the, the whole of the world is one massive conspiracy theory, and we're all being played, and we're all being taped, and we're all being tracked and watched. What I'm saying is there's elements of our life that, to me, feel uncomfortable. I've never felt this uncomfortable in my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every day, like we were saying, we were saying about a week ago, they need a new news thing every day. And then the next day it was Israel and Palestine. Yeah. And even then, and you're right about confirmation bias, I saw the news. Well, it's flakes today, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yes. well, you ch- that's the dog on a skateboard, isn't it? You <laughs> yeah, chuck that in. That's something that was, obviously ran out of another news story. But yeah, yeah you're right. But um, it was interesting, the... The BBC News reported, I think, on the second day of the, the conflict in Gaza, and they said today it was something like 47 Palestinians died in Gaza and 10 Israelis were killed. And again, for me, maybe looking too much into things, those are two different statements. And it's like I'm going, <laughs> yeah. that's a different emphasis. Yeah. Why, what Someone has written that. Well, I think maybe maybe the point, and we'll, we'll probably have to pick it up, is that there's lots of points. I think in when we were talking about being polarized and having opposite views, mm-hmm. that slight change in language puts you on one side of the fence. Yes. Doesn't it? And you're being pushed towards one side. Yeah. It's very difficult to have, you know, it was always talked about a, a conversation in the center in the center. Maybe the thing on this is that we've we've said in past pods, we're not going to change the world. We're not going to change all the massive things. Mm. So maybe going back to your question is about having some personal credibility some personal awareness some personal ability to look someone in the eye with all this shit storm going around me i am going to stick to certain things that i feel are important so i'll give you a very very quick example japan are hosting the next summer olympics Mm -hmm. and they have just chosen for the first time the ioc has chosen a chinese company to supply all the clothes for the IOC for every member. So they have to have members in meetings when they're on the track, when they're in various things. So all the official stuff. And this is a Chinese company. It's called Anta Sports Mm. and they're supplying it all. And so uh, I looked on the Tokyo site and it said, oh, really pleased to announce. First time ever. Really, really good. The cotton for Anta Sports clothes is produced in the province where the Uyghur Muslims are. Now, I don't know and probably very few people do know if they are doing it. In terms of making personal choice, I'm not going to buy anything from Anta Sports, even if it's cheap price and Amazon gets it to me the same day or if it looks good. Knowing, because, you're not knowingly going to buy it. Yeah, not knowingly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because the likelihood is 
because they probably came in with the, the best and cheapest offer. We talked before about the plastics and me going, just giving up a plastic straw isn't a you know, good thing. We've now got it with face masks. Hmm. You know, these are all being dumped and there's however many yeah, billion yeah. there are. What I'm saying is, is that if you look at the situation and decide to take a side or to take a, you know, a moral stance, I think that will make a difference, at least in, in, in your own credibility. Mm. I, do, I don't think people can go, isn't it terrible about the genocide in China, but they make lovely polo shirts. I totally get that. That's one thing. We've, we've mentioned a handful of stuff. Mm. If you make a, 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 an informed decision based on that kind of knowledge, then mm -hmm. that's brilliant. Mm -hmm. right but not everybody knows so if you buy something and then you find out afterwards it was from them yeah you're gonna you're gonna feel bad about yourself it's not gonna help you know it's gonna help your own kind of anxieties about things and this is just one thing you think all the things we buy all the interactions we have with our health with with work with everything else there's so much of this stuff isn't there yeah there's so much yeah i guess what i'm trying to do is which i know i can't do is try and box it and make sense of it and try and pull it together in a little little package that we can kind of talk about have a beginning a middle and an end yeah it's almost too can't. big and we we've we've gone off because there's, the there's, here yeah, there's, there's it's just too much isn't it yeah there's coincidence there's polarization there's language there's a stack of stuff isn't there mm. have you noticed we've gone on for a bit because we're sat in the dark now yeah. i can barely <laughs> i can barely see you yeah and we haven't got time for the other things no but i don't know whether i don't now know whether we've got <laughs> whether we've just gone Wah! and just what do we what do we do with that I think we have. I think what we've ended up doing is going, this is just too... We've, we've started off with a book that has talked about globalization yeah. and has talked about everything. We've not gone down the rabbit holes of going, oh, they've all got it into us and it's going to be microchips in the vaccine. We're not knocking anything. I think what we're saying, or what I'm saying, is that I feel less and less in control mm. in this world. Mm. I think what I'm trying to do on an individual basis is grab some of that back. So just taking on... Okay, a, rather than... Just keep digging and find more things and feel even more out of control. Yeah, I think go... I, I think I have enough information now. So one of the things I know... <laughs> you're feeling uncomfortable enough Yes. to, I guess, try to do something. Yes. So it's got to be an individual choice. So one of the things I was going to say, just going back to some of the stuff we were talking about, BPD, is that one of the things I'm recognising is that some of the people that were involved uh, and friends and, and colleagues of Lewis have taken on the mantra of kindness mm. in a very positive way. Mm. So I will occasionally get a text that goes, are you okay, from someone I've never met? Or I will yeah. get, I will see a post and they're just going, just reach out and touch someone. But it's it's continuing. Mm. Whereas a lot of the stuff that's often put about mental health is like, you know, it's a bit like the Black Lives Matter, everyone putting on the black square. Mm. But I didn't see that followed up by people who were passionate on putting a black square on social media by then doing other stuff to support no. black people. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a gesture. Yeah. So that's one of the things I'm saying now is I don't want to just do gestures and mm. just go, oh, yeah, mental health matters because it's mental health week and then disappear and not do anything. So I think it's that bit about I've done enough deep diving. I know what I don't feel comfortable with. Mm. And what I want is my actions meet those those choices I'm making. Yeah. And I guess maybe over the next few weeks, it's, it's imparting what those things might be. 
I feel really strange about the masks. We've mentioned it a few times. There's mm. whatever it is, 500 billion of these masks that take 400 years to break down. Yeah, yeah. This is doing my nutter. I'm not even right into the climate change thing. And I'm thinking, but we had the whole world up in arms about plastic straws and yeah, these masks just, just kind of everywhere. Just kind of generate more, and I said about four or five pods, why aren't we disposing them in a separate mm. way? If they're holding all the bits of yeah, virus that they're we're not, breathing yeah, out, why aren't there yellow boxes and everyone puts their masks in and then they get... Absolutely right. I, I don't understand that. Yeah. If it's a but I'm never going to stop because my mask isn't of, of a high enough grade. No. Okay. So, yeah, good luck editing that, as I think I say repeatedly. Well, we haven't got time for Magic Mushrooms, Mark. No. Unfortunately. So we're going to have to skip to the end. Okay. That's it for this episode. Well done for getting this far, and thanks for listening to us. Give us a follow on Instagram at I'm Finecast and send your feedback and ideas to I'mFineCast at gmail.com. Please give us a review on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends and family what a marvellous time you've had here. <laughs> a good old time. We're going to have to roll over mushrooms. Yeah. And I was going to put mindfulness. So maybe mindfulness and mushrooms, um, but we'll probably be picking this up again in some kind of Yeah, unless, unless we do the, the yin and yang. Do, you know what? Yin and yang of what? Well, this has just been blur, as you say. It's like being a stream of consciousness. I, I, I feel it? very anxious. I felt very anxious when I started this, as you know. Yeah. I literally cannot see you now. Um, <laughs> you can just see the you can just see the light of the laptops on my face, right? <laughs> I just feel like I want to because I know I'm never going to make proper sense of it. But <clears> I just want to pull some things together and kind of go right. Can we just look at this bit? And you do that, and I go, but why, whack, why, yeah. why? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a few of those, and then we could probably let them all go again. But yeah, I think we've set all the hairs running. We maybe yeah. need to look at them. Yeah, there's a few hairs. Yeah. We've got anything else to add? Mark? No, I just think we've come a long way from I'm a fat fucking slut to <laughs> the future about of that. the universe. Is that this podcast? Yeah, that Blimey. was just today. Was it? Great. <laughs> All right, we're going to have to go. Yeah. I need a toilet. <laughs> Is that you're, you're good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm right. good. Okay, we'll see you all uh, uh, next week. Yeah. Cheers. Take care.